This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. Today's episode is powered by Natural Effects. Natural Effects has all different types of CBD products. They have oils, hemp flower, muscle recovery gel, Delta 8 gummies, and their new CBD seltzers. They're sold throughout the tri-state area in smoke shops, convenience stores, gas stations, and liquor stores. Also, check out naturaleffects.net and use the code PG15 for 15% off. That's naturaleffects.net and use the code PG15 for 15% off. Go check them out. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Average Savage Podcast. We got a special guest host, Michael Carter-Williams, and our special guest today is UFC fighter, Daniel Rodriguez. Daniel, how's it going? Good, good, man. Happy to uh, happy to be here and get to finally talk to you guys. I know we've been trying yeah. to do this for a while. Not that definitely. Yeah, I'm fine. yeah, I'm happy we uh we finally got together to do this. I I got questions for you know every every fighter I meet. You know, like I said, I'm just a just a fan in general. Um, so you know, I, I like first I always like to ask guys like, how did they like? How did you get into fighting? Like, what was your was there a moment in your life where your parents fighters? Did you watch somebody? Like, what would what gravitated you towards wanting to fight? My experience coming into this MMA game was really like just street experience, you know, uh, you know, just being in the street and, 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 you know, obviously, you know, being a, you know, being a little knucklehead out there getting locked up when I was 15 and, and up until that point, like really, I didn't really like fighting, you know, until I started going to juvenile hall and like the boot camps and like little, little placement homes and stuff like that, where I really just kind of, kind of, you know, got kind of cold hearted for a little bit, you know, and, and, and uh, even up until like, you know, my like uh, going to to L.A. County Jail and spending so much time there, you know, being in and out, in and out. You know, I got into a lot of shit out there. So I kind of had this little street fighter, you know, mentality and, and, and style coming into the sport, you know, that when I first walked into the gym, the coaches were like, like, man, the guy got some raw fucking. Yeah, he got that raw, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. They just paid a lot of attention to me. And, um, you know, little by little, I became the main focus in the gym. You know, I always felt like before I started getting in trouble and all that, uh, like I used to play, I was, I was like quarterback for like flag football. Like I grew up in the projects and shit, you know, like both both my parents, like both gang members. And, you know, that's kind of like the footsteps I was like supposed to follow. But, um, you know, I kind of fell away from sports, you know, because we like moved around a lot. You know, my mom's like single moms and stuff. And I was never able to really just settle down and really just, you know, uh, get it going, you know. So from hood to hood, I learned a lot of, learned a lot of like, you know, a lot of, a lot of fighting experience, a lot of survival stuff, you know. So um, <clears throat> that's really what it was up until like, you know, like I said, 24, 25 years old, where I decided I was like, yo, started having kids. Well, I had my first kid, you know, like, all right, some shit's got to change. You know, I got to do something. I even try to, like, get into the Marines. I didn't even try to go to the Marines and shit. I tried to do anything I could. But, you know, at that point, I had, I had, I had fucked it all up. And my only option was construction. And I was working at a construction site in downtown L.A. And I would, like, get off work. And I'll pass by the, I'll pass by this gym. It's called, it was called Tap Out. And I'll tell my girl, I'll be like, man, like, I, I want to do that shit. Like, I love it, you know, because I remember this one time, I had got out of jail and my cousin was like, yo, come watch this fool named Rampage. He's like, come watch this fool named Rampage. He's gonna fight tonight. And that was the first time I saw UFC. 
You know, I was like, man, this is way better than just boxing. You know, like people are kicking, elbowing, taking down, and like there's so much more to it. And I just fell in love with the sport. And then, you know, I started going to the gym, and and I just had nothing but but you know street mentality. And you know, it's got me like nine years later from walking into a gym. I'm I'm you know one of you know uh, um, getting well known in the UFC. Yeah, you know that, that I think that mentality, like you said, having that street mentality, and then it channeled in the right direction. Like, you know, you could be, you know, a dangerous human being in, in the sports world, you know, with that, because that mentality, you know, you really can't teach that. Like, you got to go through it. You know what I mean? You, you got to just you have to go through hard times and, you know, see things that normal people don't see. So, you know, when that's kind of channeled in the right direction, I feel like it's uh, damn near unbeatable. Yeah, man. a lot of times even the announcers are like, man, he looks so calm in there or like my coaches are like, man, he looks like he's calm in there like. Like, I just have no emotion towards it because, you know, I've been through worse situations than just this yeah. little, like, you know, I've been in a situation where, like, I've been in a fight with my cellmate in jail. Like, that's that's a whole different shit, you know? And, and I think, like, I carry that, you know? And, and I think about all that stuff sometimes when I'm backstage, I'm like, man, I made it through all that. I can make it through this, you know? And, uh, yeah, playing with house money now. Man, it's cool. It's cool, you know? It's yeah. cool. I, yeah. I, I, that's the thing. You get a little bit, you want more, you know? <laughs> so, All right. Let's get into the little, little, you know, you, your last fight. Um, you beat Kevin Lee by unanimous decision. Um, you put I watched it myself. Great performance by you. You know, you're coming in there as an underdog. Um, kind of what's that like? You know, I mean, I'm sure you're, it's nothing new to you. You're, you know, I'm sure you've had the mentality of an underdog mentality your whole life. So, you know, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. You know, it, it reminded me of like, the time when I first got signed to the UFC, you know, I had fought in the contender series and I didn't get signed, you know, and uh, I went on and I did one more fight outside the UFC. And, uh, you know, they gave me, they, they hit me up. At the time I was at Cowboy Cerrone's pad. Uh, I, was, I was just training, you know, just training, just trying to get better. I didn't want to give up, you know. And I get the call to fight Tim Means on two weeks notice, you know, in his hometown. So I was like, man, this, this is not like, like you me in there with a veteran bro you know yeah yeah like he had like 20 something fights in the UFC already I'm like man I just gotta go out there and just you know just give it all I got you know so I stepped in our two weeks notice huge huge underdog and uh you know uh just like this last fight I was a huge underdog under uh against the uh, you know Kevin Lee you know uh he's solid he's a solid fighter you know well known been in the game a while you know, it was kind of like the next the next level up in competition for me. And, uh, you know, I had just fought like three weeks before that, you know, before I got the call. And I was just like, man, I, I haven't really been out of that much out of shape, you know, taking like a little, you know, two week vacation. And then I had already been a week back into training. I was like, man, all I got to do, all I got to really do is just go hard the next two weeks and then show up and fight, you know, and then. You know, I, I was I was down to take the accept the challenge and uh you know, no risk, no reward kind of story for me with that one, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I the two the guys that come in on late notice, like sometimes you see in the in the fights, you know, you know, they just look like they're not, you know, prepared, you're not in shape, like you know, they go in there and they, you know, lose, but it's not that big of a deal because you came in on two nights notice, like you know, yeah. I think it's cool that you had that mentality. Like, nah, like I'm, I'm, I'm about to win this. You know what I mean? Even though I got two weeks, like I'm coming in yeah. as shape as as I can. So, like I said, as a fan, that's you know, that's dope. That's dope to see. Yeah, 
Yeah, man. Uh, a lot of dudes will step up just, you know, just for the paycheck, you know, but I, I play to win, you know, and, uh, you know, to step up on, on two weeks notice uh, against Kevin Lee, I had to take the opportunity. I was like, man, I always felt like, yo, at the time, if, if this is meant for me and I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm gonna go out there and I'm, I'm gonna win and I'm gonna shine and I'm gonna do my thing, you know, if, if it's, you know, if it's meant to be any other way, then that's how it's going to be. You know, I was just, it's that's just like being like that's just like being in the street for me like shit. You never know where you're gonna fight. Like you, you never know. Like this this shit is like different. Like fools are getting ready ready for it. You know. Yeah, um, no. But the thing with me is like shit. I could be walking down the street and then someone's trying to fight me. Like now nowadays, little different circumstances and shit. You know. Oh man, you don't even know what you're getting yourself into, dog. You know what I mean? But back in the day. When I was walking down the street, I used to get jumped by my enemies, you know, and I, I would never back down. I would never, I would always be willing to fight. You know, I think that I carry that to the UFC, and I think that's what fans want to see, man. Yeah, sure. I know you had a little bit of a hand injury. Um, you know, how, how was that, you know, recovery? And what do you think that, you know, you, when do you think you want to get back in there and against who? Man, uh, well, currently I'm kind of like in a little situation where I'm, I'm scheduled to have – uh, another surgery on my on my hand uh, December 8th and the reason for that is being is like I got I got really impatient um, you know I'm, I'm like like as you could tell by my, by my by me being in the UFC having so many fights at such a little time like I'm always in the gym I'm always you know in shape and ready to go and uh, this is the first time I ever like had to like you know really let and let myself heal, you know, and uh, it's really hard, you know, so I got really impatient. I would try to went, went back to training on my own without, without, you know, nobody knowing, just doing it on my own. And I ended up re-injuring my, my hand. And, um, you know, that's just by being impatient and, and, and not taking the time. But that's, that's just like me being hungry, you know, like I'm trying to stay in the game. You know, I, in my mind, I'm like, man, I fight at the highest level in the game. Like, like all these dudes are getting better and I'm, I can't just stay. So I got really impatient, you know, and uh, I got in my head and I went and started training again, messed myself up. And uh, right now I'm in a position where I have to decide whether I get the surgery and it's going to take, you know, a even a little bit longer healing time. And, and in my mind, I'm like, damn, like I already been off this long. I'm like, I'm like, I feel like I'm getting out of shape, you know, and, and on the other hand, I got dudes like Kevin Lee calling me out. You know, and uh, and and you know, I already in, in my mind, like I had like two sides of me. One side is like, man, you already fought this many times with a messed up hand. What's one more time gonna do? You know, get paid, get the surgery again, and then chill yeah. out. You know? Yeah. And and then and then the other part of me is like, man, if you if you know, I haven't even started training yet, so yeah. so I, I don't even know how that's gonna feel. You know, and, and honestly, I can say I'm leaning towards getting the surgery. But it's just like having a little effect on me because I'm like, man, how am I gonna stay in the game? How am I gonna like, you know, how am I gonna keep making money? Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I get it. You want to keep making that money. But, you know, I think it's a good thing too. You've proved yourself that you're real and in, in, you know, in this, you know, in the game, right? Like people are, you know, excited for you to come back. So like it's not like you're heading, you know, it's not like you're gotten a no, you're you're not a a no-name guy who's injured and now it's like, no, like when you're when you're ready and when you're time, people are gonna be like. Oh yeah, he's he's coming back. Like, you know, yeah. he's he's a for sure watch. He's a contender in, in the division. So, you know, at least you you've made yeah. a name for yourself in that regard. 
Yeah, you're yeah. probably like one of the most active UFC fighters too. Right, like seven fights like, since 2020. Like, yeah. not too that's many crazy. guys on that. Yeah, man. So, so like I'm saying with that, like it's real hard for me to like yeah. take my the gas, you know. But uh, I, I got to be smarter this time around and think about, you know, my career and, and stop thinking like since since a lot of times I think since I entered the game a little bit late, like 25, I'm 34 now. I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm going to get the clock over here, you know. I ain't got the – I was, like, a few years younger. If I was still, like, in my 20s, then I'd be like, all right, cool, this is nothing. I, I take, I'll take a cool six months off. But for me, like, man, six months is going to – you know, I'm getting older, dog. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> ain't that easy. Yeah, but that yeah. means you don't got a lot of mileage on you either. Yeah. Now, actually, I don't. And I don't, like, for the most part, my fights – I don't take much damage. I don't, I'm not like getting like in those crazy thick ass wars where like we're getting beat up back and forth, you know, my, my, my wins are pretty, you know, uh, yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty good. I come out there pretty like touch for the most part. So I gotta, so I gotta ask you, you got, you got ranked in the top 15 as number 15, but then all of a sudden now they unranked you. So what, what was that? What first, what was that like to be ranked? And then what happened? Well, that was like a huge accomplishment for me, uh, being ranked finally. Um, you know, it's just kind of like it goes to show like all the hard work I put into this shit. You know, for me, like all my on my whole career, I've been like climbing up the ranks. When I was an amateur, I climbed all the way up to number one in California. When I was when I was beginning as a pro, I climbed up to number one in California, then like number two in the country, and then and then to like into the UFC rankings, that's a whole nother thing. And then like now, like they, they they put me at number 15, I got bumped down one, but that's cool with me because my name's still in the mix. Mm-hmm. Thing is I'm dealing right. with this injury and um, you know, it's just, it's just a time, it's just a time process for me. Like if anything, like it's helping me, it's gonna help me develop other aspects of my game. I'm like, all right, cool. I gotta lay off. All I gotta do is just lay off hitting motherfuckers with this shit. Mm-hmm. On my left, I still got my jab, kicks, punches, elbows, and I can start focusing more on my grappling. You know, um, I feel like my grappling is pretty solid. I just don't really show it, you know, because I love to just, you know, yeah. look at the blows. Yeah. If, if Kevin Lee isn't doing anything to get you down, there's not many that will. So, yeah, I mean, he was able to get me down, but like the way that people he wasn't, yeah, up, wasn't doing, like, he wasn't creating no damage though. Yeah, yeah, it was like for the most part we were locked up, and I, I it feels good just to to know that he wasn't able to pass my guard or to put me in any like super bad positions, and I was able to recover. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, dude's strong, but a lot of other dudes are too. So, you know, I got a good ass team, and and really for me, like I'm just thinking like there's other ways I can elevate my game. You know, there's always shit to learn, especially in, in mixed martial arts. You know, this is a constant, constant learning process. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so, you know, you said you just were talking about a little bit, you know, different things of how you're going to train now that you're injured. But normally, what does your training regimen look like? Yeah, normally, like when I'm uh, in fight camp, uh, since moving out here to Vegas, one of the main reasons why I moved out here to Vegas is because they have such an amazing like resource. We have such amazing resources, fighters like out here, you know, um, there's the UFC performance institute you know where you ever go over there and use that yeah yeah man they they got it all you know they got the food they got the training they got the therapy they got the 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 recovery all the recovery equipment and uh you know as well there's a ton of gyms out here some of the top fighters in the world are out here 
And, uh, you know, for me, I, I was out, I was training for that Mike Perry fight with uh, Cowboy. And we came out here to Vegas and he kind of like showed me like, you know, well, he showed me the Cowboy treatment, you know, <laughs> but, you know, he kind of like opened my eyes to like all the areas I could tap into while I'm out here. And I, I figured I'd take a, a year or two out of my life and come out here and, and, and focus and, and try to really develop myself as a fighter, you know, and, and as well as like as syndicate, there's like a ton of fighters out there. And that's why I'm mainly training that now. And, um, and, and, you know, I just, it's just all, all room for improvement. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it definitely looks like it. So what, what's some of the, uh, like some advice you would give to a young fighter that's, you know, trying to get into the UFC? Oh uh, man, I get, I get questions uh, a lot, especially like from, from younger fighters. A lot of, yeah, I get questioned a lot from dudes that, um, that think that it's too late, you know? Yeah, no, I'm that, sure. Man, I'm like 20 something. Like, I, I think it might be too late. I'm like, they'll be like, oh, I'm 24, I'm 22. I'm like, bro, I, I first walked in the gym when I was 25, you know? And all I knew was just how to street fight, you know? But it's just like, I think it's just, you could be anything you want as long as you put the time and you yeah. put the hard work in, you know? I think my advice to any, like, any young up and comer is like, yo, you could do this shit, you know? You just have to work your ass off. You gotta work hard, you know? Like, what you're doing at, at, at practice, you know, like, that ain't enough. It ain't enough. You gotta like, you gotta, you gotta get up and you gotta do overtime shit. You gotta like do shit when everybody else is not doing it. You know, that's the only way you're gonna make it. That's the way, you know, how I came up. I was always like, I'll go to like my team practices and shit, but I'll still come home and I'll still like, there's too much. I felt like, I honestly felt like is that I started late. So I have to work twice as hard as motherfuckers been doing this shit their whole life, yeah. you know, just to catch up. Having that mentality though, throughout yeah. the yeah, um, I feel like that's 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 that'd be my advice to to you know any any young fighter is just man you you just gonna take time, be patient, just work hard, you know, give it all you got plus more, you know, you gotta do extra, you know, if you really want to make it and you really want to get to the top, then you gotta you gotta put in that overtime, you gotta put in extra, you gotta work harder than everybody, you know. True, yeah, no, true. Yeah. Oh, I was I wanted to ask. Oh, go ahead, Paul. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say I saw um, 2015. You actually did a couple uh, professional boxing matches. So I wanted to know, like, what what you thought of all this MMA versus boxing now that's happening. Yeah, uh, definitely say there's uh, the boxing. As far as the boxing, I stopped boxing because I felt like the promoter played me. Okay. You know, I, I saw the dirty side. Yeah. I saw the dirty side of boxing. You know, and uh, it really is. Um, I did great. My first my first uh, pro boxing fight. I had zero boxing experience. It was at a time where um, I couldn't get no fights because I was I was like I was killing the game. You know, I had oh I had four fights in a row cancel on me. This one fight, guy showed up like seventeen pounds over. The next fight, trip out on this. The next fight, the guy got arrested the week before the fight because like I guess he had like murdered his girlfriend or some shit, and like he had her or some shit like that another guy didn't even show up to weigh-ins and uh another guy just showed up crazy out of weight and i was like i almost i almost gave up man i was like man i can't get a fight i just like like it was uh, it was at a time where i had to choose either work even work or work construction or do this fight shit you know because it was affecting both i would like have hard days at work 
and I'll show up and be like shitty in the gym or I'll be like, give it all I got in the gym and show up and tired as hell at work. And it was like causing like, you know, little problems there. Uh, fuck, I forgot I was going with this. <laughs> that's all good no, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, no, I was gonna um I was gonna ask you your favorite song, but I'm more interested to know like how do you pick your walkout song? Like what like is it something you spend a lot of time on or you're just like whatever? Did you stick with your first one that you've ever chosen? Like what's the uh, man, I, I for the most part I always always have a new song. It's kind of like the kind of song that I'm just like listening to um in fight camp, you know, because like music's right. always new music, and I'm always listening to new music. Um Man, uh, honestly, I've been listening to a whole lot of like young Dolph lately since he passed away. Yeah, I do that too. His is hard. His is yeah. hard. Yeah, I was I was listening to Young Dolph before he got before he got shot. You know, so so right now that's been like number one on my list. It's like like uh, he's you know rest in peace to him. I'm a huge hip hop fan. You know, every every time I, I come out to a fight, it's nothing but hip hop. You know, um, I'm always I'm always switching up. You know, but but it's really like what I'm listening to during fight camp. What what's pumping me up? You know, I was in different yeah, moods. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for sure. Um, now I know you were just in Connecticut. Uh, so tell me how you originally linked up with our boy James uh, from Natural Effects. Fuck with James. I met James all over. Uh, man, it was a while back. It was actually I think it was after I don't know when it was, man. But he hit me. He had hit me up. Uh, over over Instagram, and uh, this was a while back. It was like right after I had won like a championship because yeah. he was with the he was promoting uh, Steve Orozco, which is yeah. the uh, yeah. founder of uh, Smash Global, and I had won a championship, but I can't remember if, if, if we had talked before or after that. But um, yeah, he started sponsoring me, and uh, you know. Uh, I got to give it to him. A lot of like sponsors come and go, but that guy's like persistent and he, uh, you know, he, he, I, I feel like he's going to blow up, you know, and I feel like he feels the same way about me. And, uh, you know, we just, we just, you know, carry that same kind of like drive. I appreciate that out that guy, you know, he's, he's, he's pushing, he's like trying to make shit happen. Always. He's always like on the go. He's always trying to make moves, you know, and, uh, you know, I appreciate guys like that. You know, I want to see them shine. So, uh, I was like, all right, cool. Let's just like, you know, let's 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 link up, let's team up, and let's try to make something happen. You know, uh, I'm I'm trying to make something happen for myself, and I see you was like, fuck it, let's do it, dog. You know, and I don't even know this guy. He's on way in Connecticut, you know. But it's just like the person he is. I, I fuck with it, and uh, and uh, yeah, like we finally uh, linked up. I guess, um, man, must have been out here in Vegas before I was even living out here. Uh, we had linked up and we did like some photo shoot and stuff and met those guys that were cool. He invited me out to Connecticut and I got to meet his family and shit, you know, and, and got a little, got to see a little side of the East Coast. It was pretty cool. Ate some bomb ass food. You ate that so, pizza, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that pizza spot, you know, they gave us a VIP treatment and, uh, and uh, man, I'll never forget it. It was, it was a good ass time. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh. Who, uh, so who's your, who's your dream fight? If you could fight anybody, who would it be? Man, if I could fight anybody, uh, I'd want to fight like a, a striker. I'd say in my division, someone that like you know, because you know I got a, a high striking output. You know, I always like when I'm training, I always think of them fights. Like man, when they fights for, we're just like fucking each other up. You know, <laughs> like like you know, like that's what I think about when I'm like 
You know, I'd be thinking about shit like that. And they say, you know, I'm sprinting down the street. Like that shit gets me going. You know, I think as a fighter, we all kind of think about those kind of fights, you know, and I kind of feel like, man, who's, who's someone that could give me a fight like that in this division, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of options, dude. Um, of course, I want to fight the champion, you know? That's the dream fight for me. But uh, I think, like, one of those one of those dream fights would probably be uh, in my division. i say Masvidal. That would be a good one, I guess. Or hey, Masvidal would be a good fight, you know, because it'd be like, because he has that kind of that background. We have this kind of has have that similar background where yeah. he like he's from Miami, like streets and shit. I'm from LA, like you know, yeah. or or a Nate Diaz fight that'd be a banger too, yeah. you know. Dope. But Dope. yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be a cool fight. I met Nate a couple times. He's pretty, he's real cool. He's real cool. Yeah, yeah. I met I met Nate and uh, his crew a few times. They're solid dudes. Sure. Yeah. That would be a that would be a I mean, great. Fight. I would just do it just for the hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was good. And Nate's always great. I like. Yeah, yeah. He's a pioneer in the sport, man. So that, yeah, that, I would that do it just because I don't like him or nothing. But you know, it's one of the hype fights right there. Yeah, no, yeah. I think sure. I think UFC just might like it might be like one of the only sports where it's just like sometimes the guys don't even care about the belts. Like the bigger fights sometimes are without belts. Yeah, well, that's what it's starting to become yeah. since since Masvidal and Diaz did that fight. And uh, remember when uh, 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 just recently, um, instead of fighting for the title, um, uh, Poirier fought, fought fucking McGregor. Yeah. You know, and he's like, "Fuck the belt, I'd rather fight yeah. McGregor." Yeah. But y'all look, y'all looking for the big name, big money fights. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, my last question to both of you guys: uh, I think the next UFC like fight is Rob Font versus Jose Aldo. Who do you guys got? I gotta go, with my man. I gotta go, with my man Rob Font from Boston, baby. You know, yeah, I gotta, I gotta stick with the hometown. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck with Rob Font too, you know, just because, uh, you know, not just because, but he's a natural effects from me, you know. Uh, James is talking me up about him, but hey, I'm a huge uh, Jose Aldo fan. Uh, you no, know, he's, a, he's definitely a legend, future Hall of Famer. Um, you know, held it down, held held that belt down for years. You know, and he's still in the game. So, yeah, I think I, I think Rob's going to use that jab he's got, and then, you know, although he kicks a little bit now, but not like he used to, right? Like I think if he, yeah. if he does, you know what I mean? It's it's you know that that stand up's trouble. So, good to be, but I, I think Rob wins for sure. Yeah. All right, well, I appreciate both of you guys. Appreciate you, Mike, for co-hosting. Appreciate you, Daniel, for coming on. And and we're definitely going to be looking out, uh, hopefully, early 2022 for your next flight. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for having me. Anytime anytime you guys want to, you know, chop it up, let me know. Definitely, Definitely, bro. Appreciate it.